Yo, yo, yo. I'm D. Lee. Hold on. Uh-oh. And I can't stand ugly babies. <laughs> Better believe she cares here. Look out. And I'm KJ. And this year, I'm going to work on my relationship. Oh, girl. But first, you got to get in a relationship. Uh-uh. Wait a minute. Is this how you want to start this off? Hell no. It's the D. Lee Show, y'all. The podcast for radio. We live. Man, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a blessing. Everyone laughing and making it feel big. <laughs> Keep it locked, y'all. It's the D. Lee Show. What up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back in the building. It's the D. Lee Show. I am D. Lee. I'm KJ. Better believe Shakira's here. And guess what? We got a special guest that's with us today. Uh, Pastor Derek Triplett is up in the building. Good to be here. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh. <laughs> man, <laughs> man, he brought the couple New Orleans frogs up in here. My goodness. Slim. Hey, y'all, you know how we get things started? It's time for the first five. One, two, three, four, five. It's time for the first five. On the D. Show. What happened now? Okie dokie in the building. So uh we actually missed uh last week because of our scheduling. You know what I mean? We weren't on point with, with dropping an episode last week because mm-hmm. of our scheduling. Uh, all of us had stuff to do. I was out of town. I was gonna say, you mean you know your mean? schedule? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? Y'all really take this. Just team. one of them days. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that you you wanna be all alone. Oh my God. It's just Don't one of them days. Don't take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you take it personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the old school singing. <laughs> them old school crews getting here. They take any song and change it up. <laughs> A B C D E F G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, my schedule. My schedule. So right. I see what will happen if we rob the bank. Obviously, we are really all on our own. No, we're not. They, not even no, we're not. Because no, if they not. separate us, I know who already snitched. I'm not oh, even I'm telling. with you. So. I'm like, his name is Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> he stay on the other side of town. Clapping your hands at the and same time. please don't take Sarah. She is so sweet. All right. Look at this. She didn't have nothing Her to do with it. Not my wife. I'm snitching. Wow. I'm snitching all day. I came to put in a deposit. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you was late today i was so again. I was little, oh, no no not again yeah you was late last time was i late twice yep you've been late twice but not oh, last okay. time okay sorry again. about that sorry <laughs> attendance mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. check it off like your outfit though thanks i'm like he down to everything, my socks everything cute. was night down and lovely until i saw the towel well I, that's just my own little i don't know why i do that i don't know if it's a nervous thing or something i don't know but i keep a towel on me yeah, that towel looked like it been damaged. Like, it has you, been. Yeah, you've been through some stuff with that. <laughs> it guy. has been. Just a little makeup here and there, is little tears, little lashes, little eyebrows. Blood. You know, it's a lot. I think on it's there. become an accessory because you sing and you're. Yes, and I always have. Yeah, I don't. They usually don't look this damaged, right? But uh, yeah, today. So you does damage dam- the word damage replace the word dirty? This isn't dirty. Though. Oh, okay. Mm-mm, it's just damaged. It really is damaged. Like those things just. I'm really glad won't come we got out. the cameras rolling today, so y'all can see how damaged dirty. And the, and what is the camera? And don't care. It's right there. And so is oh, bougie camera. Let them see oh, that. bougie camera. <laughs> oh, bougie camera. <laughs> she got dirty damaged towel. She got hanging no, over there. It doesn't have the lace on it. How's your thing? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Why would you think I that she get would me be one. having a dirty towel? Well, because think he think I'm hood. He think I'm just hood, well, ghetto, let's not, just no let's not no- play with the word go, think. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it, Dennis. Let's not play with the word think. <laughs> if we had a measurement of a hood in this room. <laughs> I got I got manners. There you go. I do. I, I do believe that. I know you know how to turn it on and turn it off. I do. But that's why I'm glad she's on the team. Because I you gotta have a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a shooter. She be the unsuspected shooter. Believe that. Whatever. Yeah, buddy, I, I gotta have a shooter. I'm sweet. I seen Carla turn it up a couple notches. You know? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, this is not what the first five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I was some, getting ready to say, what some, is the first five? Oh about? yeah. I was just loose talk right now. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. That's all it is. It's just no, no, loose no, no, talk. No. You know what I mean? I'm like I'm, loving the way everybody's matching though. That's cool in the game. Yeah, we are. Everybody, right. dope boy. I'm waiting. I know she about. Oh, I was waiting. What? Nah, I'm not even gonna give it to her. No, I was gonna say. Speaking of loose talk. The last episode ended up being a loose talk episode. It did. About the funerals. And I received a Facebook message last night uh-huh. of someone who was listening and said that they have not laughed that hard in <laughs> so long. Oh. The funeral was stories was just like so hilarious and so funny to them. And I mean, it was just, it, it was great. And now, why is it that when I do see comedy now, I start thinking of Shakira? <laughs> you looking at them different? Yeah, I'm like, mm. 
Yeah, nah, not her type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you missed that episode, Shakira actually was talking about how she would love to date a man that has a great personality, but that is funny. Not so much a comedian, but that is just funny. And you asked, would I date a comedian? And right. I was like, absolutely, absolutely I would. For right. someone who loves to laugh, of course. See? And it just fell in her her scope right there. We also discovered that Carla uh, was in a relationship for three years. <laughs> I did not know about it at all. He is so smart. Goodness. At all. Great. Hey, Derek, I did not Miss know this. Speaking, coming up. Speaking yeah. of we need taking this person. So you we need I thought we put What's that to the rest. What's Goodness. I, I, don't, I, even I, know. I thought we put that to rest. No, no, no. no. It has to be. It it's dead. Yeah, it is dead. It is well, dead. Y'all is dead. It Let is resting. bury the dead. I will not rest until A, I see a picture of the X. You know what I mean? <laughs> he is an X right now, but I got to see a picture of him because I want to know if I'm rolling up in the street and I see him, I go, ah, ain't work out, huh, we player? We're going to the dead bury the dead. We, I mean, that's, that's, that's over. Got to have a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> that's shot. We have a you know shot. Right, dead. It's over. We out of here. Gone. <laughs> Time's up. Now. Keep it going, fam. Now, back to our scheduled program. The D-Lee Show. The podcast for radio. So uh, we're back, y'all. Uh, a lot of a lot of craziness has been going on in general, uh, but we wanted to open up this episode not only with with laughter, and I'm so glad that we get responses from our listeners like that to yes. say, "Wow, I haven't laughed so hard." And um, I do get people that hit me up on social media and go, "Man, I needed that one." Right. You know, because it comes good. out of nowhere, and good, some good. of the th- and a lot of the things that we say, they don't believe we're actually saying them, and they say, "I wish I had the nerve to say such." Okay, you know, That's so good. we we get a lot of that, cool. you know, and 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 really trying to get the three believers on the radio trending and and get it going. But in the midst of saying all that, we've been promising you guys an announcement. That announcement is starting. I'm about to say you put some drum roll. You got to pause. <laughs> okay. Make sure you add that. No drum roll. <laughs> starting January 6, 2020, the Dealey Show is officially syndicated. Yay! We're officially syndicated. Congratulations! Thank you. We Thank put you. A, we put a lot of hard work into this, um, and the work is just beginning. Um, we actually we did it ourselves. We did it ourselves. Um, it's not no big, you know, some people think, oh man, they getting that check, that, that, that. No, this is us creating a deal that we keep ownership of the property. We keep ownership of our likenesses, of our show, everything. And we basically go out there and hustle the show to become uh, a worldwide show, but picked up on different stations across the country. So, uh, so what that means is KJ, you still got to Keep going to work. Yeah, yeah, you still got to yeah, I realized that in our last. Um, I got to keep selling houses. In our little informational yeah. meeting, and that's I was, what that means, guys. As mm-hmm. I was listening to the under the undertones of the deal, that right? We made. <laughs> um, <laughs> because when I first heard it, well, this, this baby, is... I was going to work acting real grand. Do you understand? I, <laughs> I was walking around. I dressed up. I started wearing my church clothes. I see you. They were looking at me. Did you, I got my lashes back, <laughs> and I was walking around like y'all don't even often to blow this joint like it's over with <laughs> and then we had a meeting on the phone <laughs> and what happened the next and day <laughs> I was like hi Becky I was like hey <laughs> I was like we need to do some one on ones I'm gonna be here for a little while longer <laughs> coffee, coffee yeah I was real nice let me, let's do a potluck I'll, I'll, I'll help with that since I'm gonna be here <laughs> let me, let me. <laughs> be let here me a little while longer this though, ladies and gentlemen and this is I can only speak for myself and that is that I've always loved working for myself. Mm-hmm. When I was in corporate America um, with uh, 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 different radio companies, and, and shouts out to my man, Quincy Harris, who uh, also recently made the same move, uh, starting his podcast, Frequency. Um, I, I love working for myself. And, and that is because the success, you could say you did it, and the failure you can say you did it, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think you get out of it what you put into it. And my family is well off, and I'm happy when I wake up in the morning. I get a y'all know me. I'm a workaholic when it comes to this thing, but it's mm-hmm. something that I love to do, cool. and it doesn't feel like work. And that's yeah. the key. 
I don't know. Is that the same reaction you get, Derek, when you when you're pastoring? You, Absolutely. You know, you're like, hey, this is something that I love to do. Doesn't matter how bad the day was. You get up and say, let's go. Right. Let's go get them again. Right. Right. And, and I, I feel good about that. And, you know, you always going to have some down days. Sure. But the down days are the lessons that I think you should learn to make your days greater than what they are to come. You know what I'm saying? So us doing this show, we created what's called a barter deal, um, which we go in and you see a lot of advertisers or you hear a lot of advertisers on radio stations. You see a lot of advertisers on TV stations. And what happens is that advertising money, excuse me, goes somewhere. Right. right? But it usually doesn't go to the player. Right. We are the players and we get to keep uh, that advertising money, half of that advertising money. You know, so that's what we out there banging at, getting on these stations and 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 hustling to make this thing happen. And the best thing about it, I think, is that all of us carry another talent. Uh, Shakira is an author. If you guys don't know that by now, which you should be, of course, KJ is a vocalist, you know, and myself with doing stand up and motivational speaking. And boom, past Derek Triplett. Author, speaker, motivational speaker, uh, relationship Bishop counselor, Bishop. Uh, yeah. the, the radio balancer. Let me balance this out for y'all real quick. You know, the go-to guy. You know, yeah. um, so it's a it's a powerful thing that we're doing here, and we do need all your support. We need you to go on social media and hashtag the Dealey Show. Go on social media and hashtag Three Believers on the Radio. Check us out as we're pouring into uh, having our app created. And dropping a show five days a week, man. That's what I was going to say. I don't think you had mentioned that. Yeah. Five days a week, we'll be dropping the show, you know, in the morning. amazing. Yeah. So it's it's hard working, but it's something that I love to do. And and I'll I'll find the balance with my team and with my sisters here. I'm glad to do it because, you know, it just feels even better. It doesn't feel as strenuous as it really is. Right. You know, so. And they're attractive. If I had to work with some ugly people. (laughs) think i would have a real issue you know because that's something you got to wake up and go to you know you got to man yeah i gotta, I gotta go in here you know that's bad that's yeah i really gotta see her wrong again. with you you know so that's that's where we at so that's our announcement ladies and gentlemen we're going to going to do something i don't know what maybe we'll that that'll be our uh 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 what we what do we say we calling it the the sip sipping bee you know, just to, to kick off something with it. I don't know. Get our sippy on. Our sippy <laughs> sip so and all that. So we ready to rock and roll and get this thing started. And now I know today you guys have been hounding me about the uh, the five love languages. Love languages. Mm-hmm. You know, so Andrew, can, I'm calling my son Andrew. I can't, your phone wind up. I was using his phone. Okay, hold on. He's giving me a signal here <laughs> uh, as I'm going. To do it again. 4202. Uh-huh. Got you. Uh, Carla, you wasn't supposed to say that on the mic. <laughs> Who's stealing Andrew's phone out here in these streets? Nobody. Sorry. Golly. All right. So with saying that, I got my love language. <laughs> I took the test. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that test really did shock me because it gave you some questions out there. And, you know, you have two multiple choice answers. And yeah, you go, wow. You had to dig deep. You had to pick. Man, yeah. like you really got to focus down to what you want to do. So Before you say, sh- sh- what... Did you think yours would be? That wow. Was good. Well, why don't you explain what five love languages are so people understand those we've who aren't We've done that up already. To, I mean, but for those who don't know what we're talking about, who's seen it for right, the first we've, time. We've talked about the five love languages like three shows. Now, already. you're starting to act like we're in a relationship, Shakira. <laughs> 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 just, yeah, you know, you can't just throw stuff Five out. love languages is a book. Yes, that we've talked about several times. Uh, you ain't got to reiterate we talked about it. You the, didn't say it three times. The uh, Yeah, kind of like three times we've <laughs> talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all not doing this today. Yeah, ex- exactly. I so, like your Ace of Spade bottle right there, Carla. Go ahead. What? <laughs> <laughs> there are five love languages, words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Mm-hmm. Each one is important and expresses love in its own way. Learning your partner's and your own primary love language will help create a stronger bond in your relationship. Read off of Google, because I don't want us to get sick. Right. <laughs> right. What, do, what do you think was, was my five, like, was my uh, love language? You, you needed to, tr- one, stop trying to say it. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I 
would think that your primary one would be um, quality time. Okay. And followed up with uh, acts of service. Okay. Based on what I, I would have said his you. primary would have been acts of service. Mm. Well, I don't know. Was I supposed to have two? Be- <laughs> I was supposed to have five, right? Because... No. Oh, just one, right? You can have, I mean, well, I have. There are degrees. There are right. degrees of it. Okay. And I have, I know when I did it, two of mine were tied. So that's oh. why I say the that's top. That's why she had the top two. I had the top what two you got? the top three. Mine was quality time. Mm-hmm. I took took the test and it's a quality time. And what did you get right underneath that? Uh, Nothing. <laughs> so that's why I was like, did I just bail out right there? That's all it came up was quality time. No, it gives you like the top three. Really? It nah, should. I, I was but I was to... saying, what I, before you revealed it, I wanted to know what did you think yours was? Because you I said actually, it shocked you. Um, I thought it was, what did you say, Carla, beforehand? Acts, Acts of service. service. Acts of service. Okay. That's what I thought it was going to yeah. be. But it was quality time. I and might know you a little bit. Hmm? I might know you a little you bit. You might know me a little I, bit. I might know you a little maybe, bit. Maybe a little bit. A yeah. little bit. <laughs> Quality time, which says, it says you value quality time alone with your loved ones to bond. You feel loved when someone spends time with you. Likewise, you express love by giving the other person your undivided attention. Hey, baby. (laughs) (laughs) If this is your primary love language, you should ask people to spend time with you in order to build closer connections and feel appreciated. Now, did Sarah... Take the quiz as well? No, she didn't. Oh, okay. So I don't think this related to our quality time. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't take it yet. She said she was going to take it, though. Okay. She said she was going to take it. That makes sense, though. You like you like having all your family together. I do. Right. You yeah. like making sure everybody is, you know, good and connected. So that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That is who you are. Yeah. And after afterwards, you sit back and you go... Wow, okay, this, this this did kind of figure me out of this mm-hmm. the algorithms and this thing got a little something going <laughs> on a little right truthfulness now. in there. You know, but I I do. I like I don't like going anywhere by myself, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not a big going out to as I was explaining to someone not too long ago, I'm not a I can stand on stage in front of thousands of people, but I'm not the dude to go out in the middle of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I and I'm not the dude to have everybody come in the dressing room and I, I like my click. And if somebody's new, I'm I'll speak. Hey, how right. you doing? But I'm not the hey, I'm there. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. me some luck. Take you a little while. Yeah, you know, because I I'm I keep my circle tight. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a big circle. I keep it tight, and I like just what you said. I like having my family around. I like us sitting there watching movies. I like going out with friends that are in that circle, right. and all of us are right there. I think at that I, I become protective when we go out. You yeah, know. I think what the love languages does is it just gives you um, just more insight mm-hmm. into people and how they give and receive love because, you know, love is just such a big word. It is. And it encompasses so much. And when you can understand, because even how that's how you receive love, mm-hmm. but that may not be necessarily how you give it right. either, or even how a person may receive it. Mm-hmm. So just being able to have that understanding and knowledge about how a person how their understanding of what love is can kind of help. And speaking of languages, it just kind of helps you to be able to better communicate. I like that. I like yeah, that. That makes sense. Kind of deep there. <laughs> almost, almost like when we go, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening this week. Uh, <laughs> she kind of laid it on us. You know what I mean? But uh, Derek Triplett is here in the studio. The relationship with expert. In the building. Relationship. I just play one on TV. Expert. You just play one on TV. <laughs> I just play one on TV. <laughs> you know, and, and moving forward with our show, we definitely want you to do a segment uh, weekly. Cool. Um, in regards to relationships, because I think that a lot of people of faith are battling a, how to, to actually be courted, how to have a successful relationship. Yeah. And I think you still run into a lot of people that, and, and I thank my wife for this. I, I'll put, I always use me for an example. I'm not afraid to put me out there. When my wife and I were going through our, our troubling times because I was acting up, she said something that stuck in my mind. And that was, if you want this relationship, you'll have to court me all over again. And I'm wow. not promising you the results at the end. And as I looked at that whole thing, I noticed that what it was, was to see if I wanted to change me, mm-hmm. not change me yeah. for the relationship, for the relationship but, yeah. but change me for self. And I was like, wow. And as I went through this whole process, I was like, wow, this is, I felt good working on me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, almost like what you did, Carla, you know, when you said, hey, I'm going all natural, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Let me work on me. But then you... 
fell off and went back to. I didn't the, really fall. All okay, way off, all right. But you I stumbled. Get what you're you know, well, you picked some tools up along the way, and then. You <laughs> what know, do you mean by she fell off? She back to the lashes and the makeup and everything. Yeah. She always said it was just temporary. She not Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> and that was an amazing movie. Did y'all see it? I no, have seen Harriet. Yeah, I have seen it. Y'all have yeah. to see Did it so we can talk about it. Absolutely, really. Absolutely. It was really now. Good. Was it? Entertaining or was it? It's history? not entertaining. It is not entertaining, <laughs> entertaining at all. Was it history? Because I was like, we're going to watch her free everyone. <laughs> How many times? <laughs> you gonna, we're going to see you free everyone, Harriet. I think we get she the point. back again, boss. <laughs> yeah. But it, does a, it has a lot of um, just a biblical um, principles in mm-hmm. it. Um, it just it just showed her tenacity of who she was and what she was trying to. She couldn't read, tenacity. she couldn't write. Yeah, I can talk. And um, <laughs> it was just really good. It was really good. The girl who played her, I guess she's a Broadway actress. Actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal. They just did a really really good job. They really painted a whole nother picture of what Harriet was really doing. Good. So it was good. You need I, to see that, my my. I was hoping that it was it would be a history lesson. It was a history lesson. You they know? gave you things about Harriet that you, we've never heard okay. before. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that's what I liked the most about it. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. I don't want to tell y'all. Y'all really need to see it. But it was. I will really go see. It. I'm going yeah. to see yeah. it. I will. I will. It was. It's I'll worth seeing. Go see it. So you know, with the, with that being said, it just it it. I think a lot of like I said, people of faith just fall in and out of relationships, right? You know what I mean? And they mm-hmm. struggle. Why, Sarah, uh, um, Shakira? Rather, you text me, um, both Carla and I, not too long ago about uh, a woman who was praying for what type of husband she wanted, or something like that. Right. You know, so it, it's like you, I think people they throw things out there, mm-hmm. but don't break it down. You know, yeah. Or, or they don't have unrealistic expectations. Nobody's gonna find a perfect spouse. I don't think that. But Absolutely. the thing is, I don't think it's about finding the perfect spouse. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what it's about. You think it's about what? Well, I don't. Well, nobody's perfect for one. Right. Uh, I don't think it's about finding the perfect spouse. Mm-hmm. I think it's about finding the spouse that you can actually like live, live and grow, learn, and do life with. You know what I mean? I want to say mm-hmm. just live with like physically right. in the same house, right. but you have to. And I'm no expert. That's why he's here. Well, I we just believe you aren't an expert. Yeah, I know. <laughs> whatever. Happily divorced. Whatever. So, mm-hmm. but I just think, I just think from that marriage and being divorced, I had unrealistic expectations of what marriage was, you know what I mean? Of what a husband should do and things of that nature. It was like, well, the Bible say, the Bible say, the Bible say. Well, Not- let me stop you right there. Number one. When you put your finger up and move your neck the way you did, and you talk to a man, that conversation is gonna go left. Thank anyway. th- that's my point. You get what I'm saying? Like that's my point. It's and not what I'm saying is how I'm saying it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just I just we have unrealistic expectations, and no, I don't think as far as church goes, and I, I don't want to say this. I think we put too much on church in a sense, as if we're just supposed to learn everything from Sunday morning service, and I don't feel like that's. That's the church's responsibility. I don't mm-hmm. want to open up that big old door. I think you do need to, you know, get counseling, read books, go to other, mm-hmm. you know, places to get some more experience. information and experiences than just being, oh, well, church never taught me. I just, I don't, I don't think, think it's think up it's, to the church to yeah, teach you directly. Yeah. yeah, I don't either. You know, I think it's okay to have couples classes and things mm-hmm. like that. Right. But I don't think directly it's up to the, yeah. the church to teach you. But your book... Uh, happy endings. happier endings. Happier endings. If it was in the wrong restaurant, I would have had the wrong thoughts about it. Um, um. Happy, happier, happier. Here we go. Yeah. Happier we get endings. it. So, happier endings is your what third? It is my fourth. Okay, fourth yeah. book. And what made you write? And what is it about? Happier endings. Um, Notice the, he's not sick anymore, y'all. The tagline—he ah. <laughs> still got a little frog in it. Yeah. Though. <laughs> the tagline is how to protect your relationship's future. Mm. And so, what I did was, I wanted an easy read for people to kind of have a handbook. Mm-hmm. You know, here are the things I, I should do. Here's how I should think, and here are the decisions I should make. And because the Bible really doesn't tell you. Um, the Bible can say what a wife is. Mm-hmm. Bible doesn't say how to be his wife. Right. Mm. You know, the Bible can say what a husband should be, but the Bible doesn't tell you, say how to be her husband. And there's some things that we need to do. And so it's a play on words. Every little chapter ends with the word end. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, uh, so for example, uh, first chapter is called the deep end. And I talk about a deep end is a serious relationship. And I talk mm-hmm. about this story, my, my, my nephews and I are in my dad's pool and we were throwing the ball. The ball went down in the 10 feet. I said, when well, y'all gotta go get that. 
<laughs> he said, not me. He's <laughs> like, Uncle Derek, you, you know, it's right there. It's just, it's, I'm like, no, one of you have to go get that because Uncle Derek can't swim. Mm-hmm. You can't swim, Uncle Darren. No. So if I go try to get this ball, then the whole day is ruined. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to need y'all. Game is over. Different right, kind of to event. Go yeah. get. And, and I talk about how there are people who don't have the skills to hmm. be in a deep end relationship. Ah. And so you keep trying to take shallow end people. Wow. Who can't swim. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering why the relationship isn't going where you think they don't have the skills. Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of give tools and, and simple tools in the toolbox because you're right. Church people struggle in relationships a lot. So mm-hmm. like for, for Sister Mary, who's deep into the church and wearing the dress down mm-hmm. to her ankles, comes out of nowhere and goes, well, well, triplet, what makes you the expert on relationships? I play one on TV. <laughs> I'm not an expert. But here's what, what, what God has done for me. I have been able to take all the stuff I saw growing up mm. and all the stuff I've been through and pull out the universal principles. Mm. So I don't really give situational stuff. Here are the universal principles that everybody, whatever your context, you can use it. Like happier endings. The whole premise is that relationships are going to be based upon the circumstances that when you started it. True. The character of the person and the behavior patterns of, of that you exhibit. So two people can start a relationship at the wrong time and mess it up because you started it in a minefield. You should have waited. Mm. That makes sense. You should have waited. You should have waited. There's a chapter in there called um, uh, Front End and Back End. And whoa. I, and nope, nope, Please, nope, nope, nope. mine. Nope. What? I said, I said whoa. Nope. <laughs> this this, this so. goes to show y'all where y'all minds are at. I guess I'd just be worried about you. Yeah. I, I, I'm sitting here like, don't, 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 don't say nothing, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to me again. Go ahead. So the front, front end, end of the relationship right. is the beginning of the relationship. Everybody loves that first six right. months. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the problem is we just enjoy that first six months and we don't ask the questions that we needed to ask. That's going to ultimately catch your butt on the back end. Ah, you know? I like that. And so it, you know, we're just going with the flow and, and the, everything's cute and everything and you're not asking the questions that you need to ask. And in many cases, it's about needs and expectations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you sit down and talk about the needs and the expectations? You know, love languages are really cool. Uh, but the other side of the love language is this whole needs and expectations thing. Because I may need something that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have your love language, so you give me what you would be happy with. Oh, okay. And you're trying to figure out why I ain't happy. Because hmm. it's like, it's well, not if somebody a- was doing that for me, I'd be fine. Right. Because right? Right. that's yours. That's yours. Right. Yeah. Got you it. know, and so what we end up doing is giving what we like to receive mm-hmm. and can't figure out why the other person is like, no, we're not doing it. And, and KJ's right. A lot of people in marriage, it's not that they don't love each other. They didn't talk about how they were going to do life together. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think that's a very interesting, interesting question because you see a lot of people that actually, you know what a lot of couples struggle with? Talking about finances. Mm-hmm. That is a huge issue. Absolutely. I notice people struggle to talk about finances in a relationship. Because yeah. finances are very intimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was going to say. I think people, especially in you know marriage, you struggle with just telling the truth. Mm-hmm. I think there's there is called I call them crucial conversations. Like we need to be able to sit down and say, "Hey, you know, I'm not liking this, you know, or this is making me feel this way. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not out of love with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm changing, you know. Or there's things I'm that growing. I'm growing. Right. And I know when we first started, this was right. like the it bomb. You know, this was fun. Right. I thought it was cute. Now it makes me want to kind of like strangle you. You know, right. like I just think we should have crucial conversations so that way we can talk about the finances. This does not dictate who you are or how I see you. I just want to be able, especially right. being a single mom, I want to be able to know that I can trust that you got my back instead of trying to still try to be in that survival mode. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'll just do it all on my own. Right. We'll never make it if I have, if I feel that way. I got a good, good question for you. Being a single mother of a young man, mm-hmm. um, is it, do you really look at the, well, I'm sure you do the character of the, the potential gentleman 
you may date, but do you go to your son? I was always curious about this. Do you go to your son for his opinion on the person that you may potentially date or turn into a serious relationship? Um, you know, you got you. You, you understand? I do. No, I know exactly what you're saying. I was. I could only speak for my last situation. Um, I made sure the one that lasted three years. Yeah, it would have been three years, Christmas. <laughs> that I didn't, didn't know. That about. you didn't know nothing right. about. And okay. this is why he didn't know nothing <laughs> right. about it. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, I made sure that no, it wouldn't have. Uh, trust me. Um. I did have him meet my son because my son is a lot older. Right. Um. And my son is. Is very protective as well. He'll he's looking out the window like, so you going somewhere? You going to the movies? What's up? What's happening? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, let's not be stalkerish. Let's just all sit down and talk. <laughs> right. Um, and so I do trust my son's judgment um and what he kind of picks up from somebody. So yeah, I do did especially he, now that he's older. Did he pick up and I'm trying to do your shoulders. Did he yeah, pick you, up and no and, and my 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 son is so cool and so laid back. So I'm always back. trying to, you know, dig deeper into him. He's like, bruh, I'm good. Like chill out. You ever see you him know? like get the camera out? Yeah. <laughs> <That's how he laughs> so um yeah, I I just trust his judgment. And but the thing not but I am very open with whoever I'm talking to me and my child's father have a great relationship so I just try to let them know of course you will be a part of my son's life but I'm not I don't need you to come in and try to just be his daddy you know what I mean of course you will be a part Uh, you know my child's father met him and you know because you're going to be around or whatever the case may be Um, and and my child's father even had a he's like I like him he's older guy you know in my no we say older Carla how much older are we talking I'm just saying in my little situation (laughs) that I had because I need counsel now I'm getting happy ending <laughs> um, but all that to say well, is you, I, that you, is a conversation. A ten, year mark, ten years older? No, no, he was seven years older than me. Okay, um, it was because he was immature. But anyway, oh the um oh my the point is I Are do involve my son because there's no need in my mind. And I could be wrong, so help me, please. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I can't get that attached to you. And then when I do bring you on my son, my son's like, wait, wait, there's a, you know, like he doesn't like yeah. you. Uh-huh. Cause I, it's over. You in nothing? Well, you he, in the deep end. Yeah. Well, he's gonna have to go to the deep end because I'm not gonna be around anybody that makes my son uncomfortable. Gotcha. Right. You know what I mean? At all. When and I found out that you were gonna with. be on the show, I did look up the um, your happier endings and just even your um, subtitle, mm-hmm. "How to Guard Your Relationships Future," stood out to me. Okay. Because I know for me personally, when I read that, I just kind of thought about the fact that. Being on guard makes you more proactive than reactive. And if you can set up the relationship, especially properly, properly, yeah, and going into it from the beginning Mm -hmm. and know that throughout time, there are going to be times where you need to guard. Absolutely. You need to always be on guard for the relationship. So, I, I mean, I thought that, you know, just even that. Is can set you up for a happier ending. Absolutely. What I what I did was I wanted people to say, "Here's my little checklist. Mm-hmm. You know, here's here's what I need to deal with. Here's here are the decisions that I need to make. Here's the information I need to have to have those crucial conversations." Mm-hmm. There's a chapter called "In Game," where it talks about uh, are both of us trying to do the same thing. In this relationship, right? Achieve you know, the same goals. Are we trying to achieve the same mm-hmm. goals? Do we want this relate? Am, am I trying to shoot for a future, or and you just marking time? Right, right. You know, right. let's let's uh, be clear right. on what we're both doing, uh, and it's critical because I, I say in the book, whatever I do today can either enhance the future or hurt the future. Sure, and it can be an explosion. Or it can be a termite. Uh-huh. And so a lot of times people ignore the termites that they create. Right. In the rela- and then all of a sudden the whole house is eaten up and you got <laughs> right, to tent right. that whole bad boy. <laughs> right. And you don't know it. And I think it's 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 that particular piece. Uh, some uh, My godson texted me the other day, God, daddy, which, you know, I got my girlfriend. Which which of your books should Did I read first? Did he actually say God, daddy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just curious. I've never seen a grown man say God yeah. daddy to him. Okay. It's God go. daddy, which, 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 which yeah. one? It might be a cultural, regional thing. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. yeah. And so he started reading it and he's got his girlfriend reading it because- The I, book. The book. Good. I, I want them to pre-plan. Mm-hmm. You know, not waste each other's time and that, that type of thing because we- Don't, don't you think that's kind of heavy though? How old is he? He is 21. I guess that's not yeah. that heavy on a 20. I thought you meant like a 
15, 16 year old, no. like, yo, mm-hmm. read this read book. This book son. <laughs> my my goddaddy is triplet. Yeah, so I mean, clearly, yeah, we need to know what we do with chicks you. left yeah. and right. I no, can't no, date you. He asked. He didn't offer. He right, right. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. At so, that age, though, I didn't know if you're talking about a younger man. Yeah. And you, yeah, yeah, I left a book on your dresser. You know what I mean? about What is this? Well, my goddaddy said, you ain't up to expectations of my lifestyle, according to chapter three. In game. Getting it in. <laughs> so it's crazy you know I, I go through this thing about um, you know family intellectual spiritual emotional financial these are all areas that we deal have you had the conversation about how y'all feel about those areas I can mm-hmm. honestly say probably in every relationship I've been in leaving leading up to my wife I have not really mm-hmm. I've never I don't think I've ever you know what it was one, no, I've never had those conversations mm-hmm. directly in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think the typical question of, oh, what religion are you or right. things like that, but never like just as an actual, my checklist, let me just mm-hmm. try to get to know this person. And I think once you find out, oh, you're a Christian, I'm a Christian too. Well, number one, as a man, a young man back then, I never asked that. That mm-hmm. was just right. reality yeah. of it, you know, but then, uh, you know, you say another question on your first date is what are your goals in life? You know, typical mm-hmm. question. Right. But I, you, I've never like indulged in the, let me see it. Because at that time in college and everything else, and me, I was constantly touring. You had one thing in mind. Right, right, you right. You know? Right. And then after that, that, that's what I'm saying, everything operated backwards. No, I can right. say that we actually did have those conversations. Okay. The problem is, and I go back to what I was just saying about your subtitle. Exclusive. We didn't... Um, we weren't prepared for right. life, right? Life's mm. challenges or when life happens. So, mm-hmm. like deaths in the family, and you know, I'll say I, I miscarried in between okay. mm-hmm. um, my daughters, and that was a tough time. And the way he responded to that, and the way I responded to that, was totally different, mm-hmm. and it caused a tremendous breakdown. Mm-hmm. We weren't guarded. I wasn't guarded. Right. He wasn't. We weren't protected from that. Gotcha. So in that, we weren't prepared we weren't protected yeah. and i was more from that then you become reactive to situations because now i can't stand you i hate your guts right and mm. that right <laughs> because so you're you saying these little termites added the to term- right, right. The divorce which finally everything came crumbling everything, down exactly yeah. yeah exactly carla nothing <laughs> nothing there no support at all on that one I figure fellow divorcee, nothing. Ain't got nothing for her, huh? She I just leave you hanging. I got your back. I'm just going to get your book and I'll schedule okay. my own time and I'll pay the fee of what I need. <laughs> yes, we doing, we doing counseling now? Yeah, I'm going to counseling. <laughs> counseling now. No, but that does make sense though because yeah. like when life happens, it's, it, it, both of you guys just go into like survival mode. Right. Instead mm-hmm. of, I think in my house, instead of we're still in this together. Right. Mm-hmm. I literally like backed up in the corner like, all right, I'm straight. I know what to do. I don't need you. You know what I mean? Oh, and that was the, that's mm-hmm. the wrong mentality uh, yeah. right. if if we're really trying to do this till death do us part, you know, sure. live life together. So right. that's what I would add to that. But When you're in a fight for your, for your life, who do you want as your partner? Hmm. No answer here? Nobody wants to? I, well, no, I'm thinking about it because... It's crazy because no, I, I, I would want my wife right there mm-hmm. with me. My wife is a ride or die. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Yeah, I mean, I'm She may I'm not thinking shoot straight, the, but she is a shooter. Yeah, but the person that's in my mind, he don't, he don't he want don't to do want that. He don't want you. He don't want to do that. Now, how does that feel? It is so the crazy. The person that yeah. you want... I don't... And I, I don't know... Well, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to put it out there and yeah, say Yeah, but when you, when you put that question out there, right. he immediately popped in my mind. And he Is does this someone that you dealt with before, or no? But he has literally been in my life for the last eighteen years. We mm-hmm. kind of mentioned him before, right? Um, yes, eighteen years. <laughs> ah, I remember this one. Yeah. Okay, he pops up on my. If I can call on him, right? We can pray, right? He gives me sound advice. He doesn't have any ulterior this. motives or okay. anything. Mm-hmm. But and then somebody had a baby. Yeah, and I, yeah, I did have a yeah, baby, and okay. I got a husband, yeah. and he still stuck <laughs> yeah. with me. You know, we had our times apart, mm-hmm. but right. when you say if I'm in a so fight of my stu- life, I'm going to the, call him. Yeah, y'all gotcha. stuck in that friend zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe that's the safest zone though for y'all, and it might be. Yeah. And I'm o- and honestly, I'm okay with that because I just don't want to lose him. But now, let me ask you this: being the fact that you have that man in the friend zone, and does it hold you back from giving your all towards someone that you potentially may be dating? And then now you got to bring up 
Mr. X in the friend zone because he sees how y'all... Re- Am I making sense with yeah, that? Yeah, it makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. And it didn't stop me when I was trying to go forward in my relationship. She carries my witness on that. <laughs> yeah, but obviously um, that we were very, it's not, Right, it didn't work. <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, but I'm just... When you point is, he question, didn't interfere. No, he, no he, and he won't. Mm-hmm. When I, when I, well, that's what I mean. I mean, yeah. I don't think from what you're telling, what you've said in the past, that he'll be the interference... But to a man on the outside, outside. Right, right. Maybe. Do they look at it as. Oh, yeah, they mm, always do. Most of them feel like, I, most, right. like I made them up. Right. Because he just, he'll just stay on the back. But, you know, like he'll never. No introduction, know. no nothing. Mm-mm. Really? Not really. So he's mm-hmm. just this ghost. In a sense. <laughs> now you got me really thinking, does sense, he really exist? Everybody says that he's a he's a real human being. <laughs> I could call his phone right now. He's going to answer the phone. The <laughs> phone come out, be like, bring, hello. <laughs> At the subscriber's request. <laughs> you have been blocked from. No, For those but, of you who are uh, 60 or older, do, do, do. You yeah. know what that sound is, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the same concept. Right, right, right. Yeah. Because I've all, I've always in, in relationships now, and I I see relationships. I've recently saw a um an interview with um uh the man family. You know what I mean? Okay. And they spoke of how uh you know he had a child uh, about to be born as they were getting married, as they were dating. What are we talking about? Um, um, uh, David and Tamala? David and Tamala Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard you that. You know, and then you sit back, and I, I recently saw something with um, with Keisha Cole, and she's dating a younger a younger man, much mm-hmm. younger man. Um, and, and I sit there and wait at, like, wow, you know, younger men dating older women, and then flip it, even men who are dating women. We talked earlier off the mic, uh, Shakira, and uh, uh, Derek and I, we before you got here because you were running late, um, mm-hmm. KJ, um, okay. is that uh, <laughs> we talked about we talked about well, Kiki Wyatt was it? Yes, mm-hmm. Kiki Wyatt, who's on her tenth tenth child. Why does she keep having babies? Well, <laughs> and and now she has a new husband husband, and she keeps and this them. is the first child with them together, right? I believe so. So the nine others came from husband number right. one. I've been praying for this man. <laughs> the, the new guy? Yes. Because yeah. I don't know. Wow. I think, do I, well, that right there, I thought men had a cutoff. I don't know. Okay, so I got a question. Go ahead. I'm throw this out there. Is it, I believe, and I don't know if this is true, that there are some men who are husbands. Yes. And then there are some men that are not. I agree. Is that a true that. We talked about this recently. Concept? Yeah, I, yeah I think so. I think because there's a grace that goes along with being yeah, a husband with, and mm-hmm. a wife. And yeah. sometimes it's learnt from experience. Absolutely. Right. It's a learnt situation. Yeah. Because we talked about that there is a difference. And would you agree, Pastor Triplett, that there's a difference between a husband and a married man? I would agree. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, because I was a married man who wasn't a husband. Right. I had to learn how to be yeah, a husband. Absolutely. Right. Hmm. I'm by myself on this one? Nothing, Derek? Yeah, Nothing no, no, oh, absolutely. I was about to say, I've never oh, been a husband, absolutely. so I couldn't help you on that. <laughs> absolutely. I'm able to write some of this stuff because of knucklehead stuff I did. Yeah. Now, thank you, Carla. I got a team member. There you go. High five from across the room. Right. There we go. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the, that's the yeah. air five right there. You saw that? I just wonder why she keeps having children. I, I think that's a deeper issue. Do you? I do. Well, I mean, because first, it's what? not the and before when our grandmamas was having 10, 12 or eight, you know, children, mm-hmm. I felt from my understanding, mm-hmm. there was a need for the children because the children had to work. Um, you know, like it was just different. Like you had more children because to help with the structure of the household. Thank you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a need. Right. So now. I just why? don't understand why you have 10 children. And then I thought she had one baby that was sickly and she was in the hospital because that's what put the strain on her and her first husband. Because she, it was like, it was a lot going on. When I was keeping up with her on the um, reality show she was on mm-hmm. and she was, she kept having outbursts and being like really mean and angry. Mm-hmm. And she would just say how she was overly stressed because she had to go to the hospital with mm-hmm. a child. With, it was the aftermath of, of Yeah, this and then he wasn't right. really, you know, here and supportive and things like that. And so it put a strain on them. Right. And she was trying to sing and tour and, you know, keep provide. her alive and provide. And then you have another baby with another guy, like you do it again. Like, I don't know. Is there a deeper I issue? would like to be the dude that was actually just sitting around the conversation that her new husband had with his boys and saying, yeah, I think I'm a married Kiki. And <laughs> nobody said, player, you know, she got nine, right? Yeah, nine kids. Nobody jumped in on that and put a pause or threw a yellow flag. <laughs> I, I just thought as a man, isn't there a cutoff at some point that we go, 
Yo, I could take three. I don't know if there's a cutoff. I watched this. Um, remember when I used well, to- Well, let me ask you this. Is, is there a cutoff for women? Or you you two personally? You go to date a guy. He come with you. Well, how many kids do you have? <laughs> that is- start off with a laughter, <laughs> that is yeah. over five. But see, the number, the number of children for me is not a cutoff. Are you My serious? question is, really? are you able to- Take care of them right. and me. That is my concern. Right. Because at the end of the day, when you have four or five kids, in my book, now I have just made Khalil and I, uh, the, what, nine and ten. Right. You know what I mean? On the list. Mm-hmm. Yes. They got a mama. You mm-hmm. got kids. Mm-hmm. that are all over the place. Are you financially able to do that? This and what's going the, a lot of places. Uh, right. Way more places <laughs> than on my Alex and Ollie bracelets. Yes. <laughs> so I need to know. <laughs> I need to know are you able to really, you know what I mean? Like, what's your finance? I told and y'all then, the hood was going to come But out. I'm just saying, that's my thing. It's not so much how many kids. But, but let me I, ask when you, I but used do, to you watch, get the, do you get the, the, the time as the you know what I mean my ex had four kids right and when he had his kids we all was a family and it was just the six seven of us it was not an issue to me at all okay when I used to watch uh well when the 19 kids and count the Duggars or oh, whatever and man. I used to say yeah, like I, I said one time before like she needed to stop having those kids and I got seriously convicted by that so I do, I no longer say or question or put a judgment out on anyone who continues to have children. Mm-hmm. So to your point, the number may not necessarily be an issue. Um, I don't, I wouldn't see myself with someone with nine children, but the the number may not there may not be a cutoff. But again, it's like, do you have the capacity to even Those add me and my two? Yeah, yeah, to that. Did to that got number. how many? Six. We talking about sure. uh, Sean Combs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that the name he, we're using there? Okay. He has a number of children. Sure yeah. But I think it's <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah, of them. He has a, a number. Five, yeah. six, seven. But like you said, the, okay, the finances are there. But it's still, I don't know. Maybe time. I'm looking at it differently as a man. Yeah. You know. Because you got, you know, capacity. more than, Yeah. Yeah, it's just the capacity. If the it, mentality of having to talk to all those different people, those are a lot of needs to me. That so is. A lot of needs that to me. Is. And I'm like, yo, bae, yo, we got to take the kids out. Mm-hmm. Which set of kids? <laughs> and that's why I was like, you know, those people Which who have a lot of children, those the older children then start taking care of the younger right. children. So they just end that's up having gap. children. They're not even really yeah. like parenting those children. But I mean, you I know, mean, we hey. got a gap in my household. You know, the oldest is 26. The youngest is 11. But my wife's Puerto Rican, so I got an excuse. Mm. You know, <laughs> it's, it's just the, the gap there, you know. But wow, nine, 10 kids. I couldn't fathom. Not at all. Yeah, that's a lot. Not at all. Even dating, I. Uh, uh, mm. It's a lot of children. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just uh, that. That's a high number, especially in today's time. Like you said, you know, your grandparents. Yeah, they had right numbers in the teens. Right. You know, but in in today's time, that that's a high number of children. It is. That's something to think about, right there. I can't. Mm-mm. No way. Nine but, college tuitions. Woo! Nine proms. Nine. Well, no, if you got nine, that means at least. Four of them need to be on their own working before the next one hit college and help with the. Everybody got kicked back on this. But you don't know the ages. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know the ages. Yeah. Right. The ages. Yeah. right. They could have been stair step. Man. <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? What the oh, ex husband is like? Heck, no. Your Honor, I'm here today to talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Laurentre, <laughs> he's number six. <laughs> then that's how you end up calling him. My godbrother just had his sixth, and he now refers to his children as like numbers. numbers. Yeah. Wow. Here. Are you serious? <laughs> you wow. know, it's in jest, Come but it's three. like, yeah. Right. right. It's, Come here, three. Right. <laughs> three, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> he has one that just entered college and, and a, a newborn, essentially. Wow. Wow. See. Yeah. See, that's just why would he do that? Well, the first three are from a previous marriage, and yeah, and then he remarried, and now he has three with his now. That's something that do you had that in the book, you know, when you bring the team to the marriage, and then you you may want another one, but your spouse may not. All of that has to happen on the front end, right? You you have that, those conversations, you know, because I've talked to people who thought who who weren't honest, Mm. and one particular person didn't want children. Right. The other person did, but the person who didn't want them continued in the relationship thinking that they were going to ultimately change that that person's mind. And then they end up wasting years of their life. But what happens on the flip side of that if you go into it both saying, no, we don't want children, but then kind of nature takes over and then someone decides down the line that... 
I think I may want to have children. Get a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can get a dog. Y'all can go pick it out together and dress it up. Believe me, I live near white people. They dress up their dogs all the time. Because that's what happened to, what's her name, Jenny Ma on um, The Real? She and her husband, they went to get, you know, started out together. Asian girl? Yeah. I only knew because you said Ma, but go ahead. Then neither one of them wanted children. Uh And then into the marriage, he decided that he wanted to have children. Uh And that was the demise to their marriage. And now she's dating um, a rapper. I don't know his name. Young Jeezy, maybe. I I think she married him. She married Young Jeezy? They're dating. They just went official Mm. like a couple of weeks ago. Oh, really? But now she's considering having a kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. You have to be in a relationship. You know, my whole thing is, is it a match? Yeah. That's that's my biggest thing. You got to see, is this a match? But do you know that? Like, it's so many different questions to answer. Absolutely. And that's why you do your work. It's not foolproof. Right. But you can't Mm. hide. Okay. You can't hide. Which is, I think, why you say you do universal truths. Right. Yeah. It's not very specific, but it's universal. It'll mm-hmm. work if you do the work. You mm-hmm. can kind of navigate and kind of help foolproof, you know, some of these things when they arise. But when you they kind of have people who are willing to, to have those face-to-face conversations and, and not hide. Yeah, and be honest. Yeah. You hear that, people. You hear that. Got to yeah. have it face-to-face conversations. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. We have actually created a topic. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love this team. It comes out of nowhere, baby. <laughs> comes out of nowhere. We put the conversation together because that's what it is. A Conversations. Happier Endings is the name of the book. It can be retrieved from Amazon.com. There you go. Real simple. And Shakira actually has a couple books out of you. Give me your website, Shakira. I do not have a website. Okay, then don't give me your website. Okay, yeah. Why don't you just tell them you just throw stuff out there like that. I figured she had the website and the website went down and out. All right. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're in a period of rebuilding and transitioning. Ah. Okay. Oh, I don't know why that right. tickled me. That was funny. <laughs> How about your website, Carl? But they are all on Amazon.com as well. I mean, hey, you the go. organization that's trying to take over the world, you may as well get into their ego. Amazon right is taking there. over. For sure. But that Amazon Absolutely. Prime yeah. is a blessing. Yeah. Isn't it? Goodness. Who you tell? Whoever created that, thank you. Yo, I ordered something and got it the same day because I was you? a Prime member. What? Yeah. You on the camera? camera believe that that man Brazilian man showed at my house 10 o'clock at night bing, bing, bing. motion at the front door oh it's just me sir it's just me I'm going to take a picture click <laughs> and he was out he was out and shouts out to them knuckleheads I'm glad y'all got caught you see them fools following the prime vans around no. Waiting no. for them to drop off the packages and then they drive up and take the packages. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Oh, that was slow. Thank God for a gated community. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey, y'all, we're going to catch y'all next week. Please, we're going to have more details about our show, which will actually be uh, debuting on uh, January 6, 2020. Please keep a lookout. Please keep pushing our social media for us. We appreciate you so much. More content, more video. We're just going to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And we're actually going to blow this thing up where Carla going to be able to walk into work and do what she do. You know what I mean? And, and quit. No, there I don't want to walk in there and do what I do. I want to do I want to go there and quit. There you go. I want to be there on your last day. I want to be there on your last day. Be there on your last day. Be right there. All right. So you can catch me at the D Lee Show on our social media on all the levels: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just at the D Lee Show. KJ. I always mess this up. I'm sorry. But it's KJ. I'm KJ speaks out on Instagram. Yeah, that's me. I'm uh, sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. I'm so sorry. Triplet, we know yours. Dirt triplet. <laughs> Shakira. Shakira believes. There you go, y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. We catch y'all next week. God bless. Let's go. Hey, guys, it's D. Lee. On behalf of the whole staff of the D. Lee Show podcast, we appreciate you listening. Please rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us on all our social media platforms. The D. Lee Show. Stay connected. Stay connected. Y'all should get connected. The D. Lee Show. The D. Lee Show. D. Lee Show. D. Lee Show. We are the podcast for radio. Radio.